Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Can Y'all Help Me Meditate podcast. I am your host, Eli, and as always, I'm so grateful to join you guys. Um, This week, we are talking about healing, and the reason I brought this to you is because I wanted to um, take a break from our theme. Ever since we came back for season two, our theme has been all about um, being yourself, being authentic, moving forward, letting go, and so... I wanted to take a moment and be honest and authentic as always and address a big burden that carries through a lot of us. And what it is is that our inability to heal and move forward. And if you don't heal from things, and I am a witness or (laughs) I have my own testimony about not healing. And when you don't heal from things, uh, what happens is that that issue can sneak up on you and then you don't you'll be living your best life and then all of a sudden you are irritable angry short you don't know you're depressed you're sad whatever issues come about because you ignored it or you uh replaced that with something else and you never took the time to heal from it and so um the other issue with not healing something is that you're carrying all that weight um you are sitting there trying to live life trying to move forward if you can get to that point some people can't even get to that point of look of moving past something and healing but you are trying to do this and you have all this extra weight you're carrying all this extra burden and it's not necessary it's not holding on to trauma is not a badge of honor I don't know, a lot of us have been taught that if you struggle or if you've been through certain experiences, you um, live life or you, you know, I don't know how to say it, um, but I know a lot of us, especially um, from a black culture standpoint, have said, oh, if you struggle, you know, that, you know, struggling is a badge of honor. And I don't believe that it's not. So um, it's very important to let that go. um, And because it just don't serve a purpose it's like literally you're carrying around an extra backpack for what and the other thing as to why we don't need to carry all of that is because you're it takes up space it takes up space in our heart it takes up space in our mind it takes up space in our soul and we can use that space for positive things we can use that space to make room for new experiences and you know i'm really big on experiences i think we are the sum of our experiences so it's just not necessary to carry all of that so we are as always you know that I always give you some points and some tips and so we are getting ready to get into it so we're gonna take a quick break and I'll be right back so we're back now this first point a lot of people might not agree with it but I find it to be the most effective And this brings us back to the first episode back of season two, and it's all about grounding. Our healing journey is not linear as most of us wish it was. It's not, oh, I experienced trauma. I identify the trauma. I worked through the trauma and now it's done. That's not how it works. And I wish it was because if it was, it'd be easy process, (laughs) but it's not. So I always suggest before you even 
get into the journey of healing or anytime you have any incident that's uncomfortable, you need to ground. Because as we discussed, grounding helps bring you in. It stops you from, it stops your brain from going 100 miles a minute. It stops the what ifs. It stops the, well, I won't say stop because I don't want to be clinical, but it eases depression. It eases the anxiety. And typically anxiety is when you're living in the future, right? And depression tends to be when you're living in the past. So to heal all of that, you have to live in the now. And so grounding gives you the ability to be in the here and now, be present with what's going on. So while you're on this journey of healing, because in order to heal, you do have to view the past. And, you know, I'm really big about letting the past go unless it really is hindering you. Um, But grounding allows you to stay in the here and now and look at the healing and the trauma as something as from a different perspective. So it allows you to leave the perspective of being the person inside the trauma. It allows you to remove yourself from being the person getting trauma too that's not the proper way <laughs> to say that but <laughs> getting harmed right it takes you out of that scenario and allows you to be in the present now you're a survivor of that that trauma if you will so before we start the healing process anytime you're uncomfortable anytime you're sad anytime you're just feeling lonely the perfect thing to do is get grounded find your grounding techniques that we discussed um in episode one go back listen to it there is google it there's plenty of plenty of resources on how to ground um so ground step one step two you got to identify the problem now many of us if you have been here you have been through something um that's what makes our journey beautiful because we're not really alone as much as we may feel alone or we feel like somebody doesn't understand us there's somebody that's been through something even if they haven't been through something similar they might have the similar reactions they might have the similar similar thought processes so there's always somebody somewhere in the world that you can reach out to so um first things first is identify the problem and what i mean by identify the problem don't say that oh this person says something bad about me And that's why I hate them. And that's why I'm angry. And that's why I'm scared to go to football games. Because when I was at this football game, this person said something to me. So I'm never going to hold football game again. Right? That's not your trauma. That might be what initiated the trauma. But that's not the trauma that you're carrying around for 20 years. It's just not. Your trauma is you. Right? Because as I always said, I will put two things that I always say in here. You're not responsible for other people's other people's actions, right? You're not a reflection of their actions. If somebody does something to you, that's because that's who they are, right? Because there's so many ways to handle things. There's so many options. There's so many choices. So that was a choice that they made towards you, given the situation. It's not a reflection of you. The second thing I always say is that it's your reaction. You're only responsible for your reaction. So... With those two things, if you leave those as the theme of our conversation with identifying the healing or identifying the trauma point, you have to um, get to get in touch with yourself and get in touch with why that scenario bothered you. What about the words that they said bothered you? And what about those words that made you carry that situation for years? or months or days whatever it is because 
the reason why it's something specific with you is because that person was not the only person that said something mean to you. And it's probably not going to be the last person because some people just suck, right? So you got to identify and um, on top of everything else, somebody, there could have been five people that day that said something terrible to you. But for some reason, you remember just that one incident. You got to figure out why. So even if you could say, oh, my mother was mean and... I hate her to this day and I can't develop relationships with women because my mom was mean to me or I couldn't trust my mom. Okay, yes, your mother sucked, but what are you looking for now? As a grown-up, what are you doing? What does that mean for you that she did that? What what does that mean that you carry resentment towards unrelated women to you? What are you looking for? How do you resolve that? So it's it's healing is all about yourself. It's not about the other person. Um, if that, if you listen to me season one, you know, full well that when I talk about, um, moving on, um, healing other stuff like that, the other person, I don't even believe in asking for forgiveness or reaching out to another person or expecting another person to say, sorry, I don't believe in that because it doesn't matter what they did. It matters about your reaction to what they did. So we'll bring it back on home. Identify number two identify the actual trauma um and this like i said healing is not linear and if you're like me i'm 30 years old do you know how much trauma i have experienced i'm not saying that to brag because obviously that's not a good thing but because healing is not linear one day a trauma that happened in my childhood could be bothering me the next day the trauma in my old relationships could bother me or a trauma from school could bother me you just don't know it's not you got to identify each and every one of them as exhausting as it is after you identify the problem step number three is identify your reactions to it why does that trauma make you react in that way um and how can you change those reactions because that's really the bane of our existence is our existence is our reactions right it is it can be our bane of our existence or it can be the caveat to winning right or the key to winning um how how do you react when you feel that pain how do you act when you feel that trauma once you know step two and step three you can go on to step four and as you know as i said in a previous podcast have an action plan right we'll have an action plan on how to after we identify we have an action plan on how to counter those reactions um and that's just practicality because you don't want to you want to be able to experience life and enjoy life and if you can't be happy for your best friend who got married after you had a bad relationship or you were engaged and it didn't work out that you know you have to get through that you want to be happy for your best friend i mean if that's really your best friend you kind of really do right so you need to work through and have an action plan to to be happy for your best friend after that um i was reading the book and i've suggested this book before um and it is i think i might be mixing up books but i'm gonna assume that it is a return to love by marianne wilson I'm going to assume it's that book. If not, I'll put it on Instagram somewhere that it wasn't. Um, But in order to... You want to be able... And I've said this before, I believe. 
you want to be able to sit with the uncomfortable emotions. The moment you're able to sit with uncomfortable emotions, they eventually don't become uncomfortable anymore. You kind of know that, oh, I'm sad, but I know I won't be sad forever, right? I have protocols in place to get me through the sadness, and I won't be sad forever. Um, another thing is with sitting with those emotions is that you can dive deeper into it. You can dive deeper into the levels because usually healing happens in levels and pain happens in levels. So you can kind of navigate in and out those different levels um, of the pain and of the trauma um, to understand it. And you'll see a lot of therapists, like if you watch a lot of TV shows, you'll see a lot of therapy or life coaching where it's like, you need to confront your aggressor or you need to um, talk to your aggressor and tell them that this is what happened. And as I said earlier, the aggressor doesn't matter. Um, because what if it? What if you were upset because a tree fell on you, right? A tree fell on you or a tree fell in your car and it messed up your whole day and you're really traumatized. You're too, you're too scared to drive because a tree fell on your car. Are you going to go back to that tree that's probably not there and be like, you stopped me from driving because you fell on my car? No, you got to address what's going on with yourself, right? You got to address your emotions. So um, what's very important is while you're sitting in that trauma and you're sitting in those emotions, you are um, you are responsible for it. And I might have just skipped the point. <laughs> Sorry. But you're responsible for your emotions. While you're sitting there, you can address yourself. You can address... Um, you can address how to react and say, oh, why am I going through this? Like, for example, um, I was having an issue, uh, full transparency. The reason why I haven't put a podcast out in a couple weeks, because I was literally going through some issues. And so what I did was instead of burying those emotions, which is usually my um, natural response to um, emotions that I don't like, I will bury them to move on because I like all things pretty. I'm a true Libra. I like the, all things pretty. I like them. All things easy. So if this emotion isn't pretty and easy, I don't want to deal with it and I will move on quick, fast, and in a hurry. It doesn't matter if I can't breathe. It doesn't matter if I um, have to avoid a whole side of the room for two days. Eventually, I'm going to go in that room because nobody's going to see me sweat. But um, if I got to avoid this situation and then re-up to go back in there, I will re-up so nobody knows that I'm bothered, right? Because it's not pretty to be bothered. It's not easy to be bothered, right? So I don't believe in it. But um, what I've learned is that you got to address it. You got to acknowledge it. And so once I've been acknowledging and addressing it, I can be right back in that same situation days later and it doesn't affect me because I kind of understand it now. And so you want to understand it. You want to move forward. And so after that point of sitting with it so we'll go back through steps one two three four um and as the first step was uh getting grounded second step was acknowledgement and understanding of the trauma slash pain um step three was uh oh there's a lot of us i apologize step three was to 